you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipikowski. Joining me here today, Connor DiBiase. Connor, welcome back. Hello. So, today, unfortunately, we have to talk about the Boston Red Sox. I know, it sucks. Um, Connor, I mean, it's been... It's been a tough season so far, hasn't it, for the Red Sox? It's not been great. Um, I mean, it's almost like hard to put it in context because sometimes you think that, hey, you know, the Red Sox are playing better, we're winning more games, and then we'll lose four in a row. It's just it's such a weird team to me this year, Connor. And, I, I mean, I would say, at least personally, I think that injuries are part of the reason why the Red Sox have been so poor this season. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think you can frontline the injuries um, as maybe the biggest yeah. of their failure. I mean, uh, however many starting pitchers they have played that are not ready to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the lineups, including guys like Bobby Dahlbeck, Franchi Cordero, mm-hmm. um, even like Kevin Falecki, who's not even hitting at 200 this season. Uh, it's just Shannon Duran, who's clearly not ready. It's just not good. Uh, right. I mean, I think it starts with pitching. I think that pitching is the, the biggest reason why the Red Sox are so poor this season. Because, I mean, if you look at it, out of all the pitchers, right, that they have on their roster, only one has only has over 25 game starts this season, right? And that's Nick Pavetta. Everyone else has under that, which tells you that, essentially, they've had a lot of injuries on this team all season long. Avaldi was out. Michael Walker was out. Rich Hill's been out. Cutter Crawford, you know, I mean, he's not – a major league starter. He wasn't even a major league starter at the beginning of the season. Uh, he wasn't even uh, projected to be a starter when he got to the league. He was supposed to be a reliever. Right. Uh, and then you have all these guys, um, you know, uh, Josh Winkowski, um, Brian Bello, guys who, you know, really – are not ready to start in any capacity. And I just think that 
if you look at the Red Sox pitcher innings, like Nick Pavetta is the only pitcher with over a hundred innings pitched. Like that's crazy. Like at this point in the season, like your pitcher should be between like, like around at least one twenty-five, <clears throat> but probably it should be more. You know what I'm saying? Like there have been so many problems with the Red Sox pitching staff this season, health-wise, and that's just the starting pitchers, right? In terms of relievers, we've A, been injured, and B, the relieving core has been a disaster this season, Connor. What's your thoughts on that? It's just not high depth in the relieving core. So many guys with injury as well uh, allowed there to be so many relievers. I mean, Matt Barnes, obviously, has been disappointing for most of the early season. He's been better now, but... Uh, he was injured Ron for a lot Shane, of the season, too, though, yeah. John Schreiber's been pretty good. Um, not so great after the trade deadline, but overall, he's been clearly the best reliever. Garrett Whitlock, because of the injuries, had to start for most of the season, uh, and that left a huge hole in there. Uh, right, but then when they threw him... Guy. Right, but then when they threw him back in the bullpen, I feel like he's... I mean, he's a he's a he's yeah, a lockdown yeah. guy. He's clearly one of the better multi-inning relievers in the league. But yeah, they had to start him for so long that it's worrisome. Um, Sawamura has been decent enough. Uh, he's been better recently. He was pretty fine the whole year. He has some poor games, but overall, still like a four, three two year in the whole season. Um, yeah, the one point three three whip though does not look good for a reliever, right? I mean that tells you that he's giving up over, you know. I mean that 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 set for a reliever is not that good. I mean compare. I'm not saying it's terrible, but I mean Salmore is definitely a decent guy to have on your on your pitching rotation. Now I'll say that. Yeah, um, and then you have kind of a a hole after that no real great lefty help strom was out for a while and hasn't been incredible he hasn't been bad but, right uh, and jake deekman was horrible so yeah jake deekman wasn't great austin mm. davis is yeah. a multi-inning lefty and he is very very inconsistent right and uh, then tanner hauk's been injured recently i mean i think when you look at the bullpen and you're tanner looking Hauk also wasn't reliable as a reliever. No. He he's definitely a starting pitcher. Um but but Josh, I mean Josh Taylor out the entire year pretty much. Um right. expected there'd be a chance for Rich Hill to go to the bullpen. Um, right, but then Chris Sale and James Paxton got back, but that looks out of the question. Right, now. because it does well A, Chris Sale is done for the season because he fell off a bike. Um and Tyler Danish barely played and wasn't even great when he played. Um, yeah, and, and we don't have James Paxton. So I feel like the pitching staff is just like a compounding, a lot of compounding errors. Like our, the, the bullpen, the ERA for the Red Sox um, pitching staff is 4-5. It's not good. That's not a playoff team's, you know what I'm saying? And on the yeah. other... On the other side of the baseball, like on the other side of the, you know, batting wise, the team's been injured, you know, 
all season long. I mean, I think every single player on this team has been injured for a significant portion of the time. Outside of, I guess, Alex Verdugo, who I don't think Mitch missed that much time this season. Missed a couple of weeks. Or That's right. Weeks. But, like, Bogarts was... Hasn't been hurt. Don't worry. Bogarts has been out. Bogarts has been out. Devers was out for a while. JD was out for a while. Story was out for a long time. Same with Kike Hernandez. Um, Franchi Cordell is a little bit inconsistent. Arroyo was out for a portion of the season. Um, and then when you trade, you know, trade away your best catcher, Christian Vasquez, like, that definitely hurts. Um, I don't think Vasquez. I, I think Vince McGuire has been better than Vasquez. That's true. I mean, he's been good in his – yeah, I mean, I guess in his limited action, he's been good. He has – what's his – you know, his average for the Red Sox is 4.15. So he's actually been pretty good. You're right about that. But, um, you know, I mean, Red Sox hitting-wise, outside of Alex Verdugo, have been extremely poor in the second half of the season, Connor. I mean, it's been pretty bad. What, what's your take on that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, what was it? Bogarts, Devers, and Martinez all had above, like a well above a 300 batting average. Yeah, it's such a weird thing where your, your first month of the season, Bogarts, Devers, and JD all had like 350 averages, and it's like, where is the team around him? Where is the pitching? And now you got to after the trade deadline, and those three have been absolutely horrendous, looking like the three worst hitters on the team when guys like Verdugo, Arroyo, um, even right now, Franchi. Yeah, I mean, I would argue the best hitter on the team currently on the Red Sox is Alex Verdugo. Verdugo. Yeah. Verdugo. He's been the most right. consistent. He doesn't hit power, but he, he'll get you a couple hits a game. I mean, if you take the role players hitting from post-trade deadline and the stars hitting from the first month of the season, you're looking at the Red Sox of, well, last year. Uh, right. But pitching's still not completely reliable. But um, it's a thing where it's just nothing's worked out for them when guys right. get hot, other guys are terrible. J.D. Martinez does not look like a... a, a MLB level player, right? Well, now. the dude's fallen off a cliff. I mean, he went from he went from having in in prior seasons. Um, I'm trying to find his stats. Like, if you look at him last year for the Red Sox, he hit 286, which is which isn't great for a DM. You'd like him to be a little bit higher than that. He is 349 OBP. He slugged 518 and his OPS was 867 with the 3 0 war, which is pretty good. He also had 28 home runs, 99 RBIs, you know, 50, whatever, blah, 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 blah. That was in 148 games. This season, he's played 108 so far. He's sitting 275. His OBP is 343. His slugging is 426. And his OPS is 769, which is nearly a whole like a whole point behind where it was last season. And he's hit nine home runs compared to 28 last season. I don't even, I don't even remember the last time he hit a home run. When, when was the last time he hit a home run this season? Oh, uh, I, I cannot tell you. Uh, he, he does not. be at least like 
two months ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he... Uh, he July 10th. Yeah, I mean, he's going to go July. the whole month of August without hitting a home run, probably. And July 10th, a two-run home run to tie the game in the six against the Yankees. I mean, he hits a lot of doubles, but that's because he plays in Fenway a lot. Like He hit a lot of doubles in the beginning of the season. Right. I remember the last time he even hit a double at this point. Right. So, JD, so JD's... I mean, he's fallen off hard. I would much rather have Franchi Cordero sitting at the H spot than JD Martinez. At this point, I think um, I would too, because JD's not really offering anything to the team. Even when Story's back, and then have Christian Arroyo sitting at the H spot. It's just like... Yeah. He's not coming back after the season. I don't know if he's going to make a big league team. Obviously, he will. Um, right. And, and, and the thing is, no good teams... Uh, right now in the league, you look through the best teams. None of them have a set DH that can't play another position. There's no other no, no slow right. players like that. I guess some guys have rotated. Like the Mets have played Vogel back sometimes, obviously. Um, right. But like overall, it, it's it's more of a rotating spot than anything um, for a lot of those top teams. Uh, Allowing guys to get rest, uh, allowing a lot to happen. Obviously, the Yankees, are the big one that does that. Um, so she like defensive rest, which I think is important. Yeah. Uh, like you love to see Rafi get some some days where he just can hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And, and him his hamstring injury. Yeah. Great to have him. Rafi, I think overall though, see like wire to wire so far has been the Red Sox best player. I mean. He's he hasn't hit as many home runs as in previous seasons, but he's getting on base so much more. I mean, his average is is three hundred the season compared to two eighty last season. His OBP is three fifty seven compared to three fifty two. His slugging is five fifty four compared to five thirty eight. His OPS is nine twelve compared to eight ninety. So he's he's definitely made a jump. Not a huge one, but he's definitely made a jump. I think defensively he's also much better um, at third base. It doesn't seem like he's as wild as he used to be. But, you know, when you only have 65 RBIs, like he was on a, a great streak going into the All-Star break, but he's not he's not been the same player really since. And I think that the same thing with Xander Bogarts. I mean, the dude's never been a home run hitter, but – he hit he's hit the same amount of home runs in 119 games as he did in 56 games in 2020 so like we're almost at double the amount of games and he has the same amount of home runs connor like that's not good he's been atrocious since the all-star break he, i mean he's a very similar hitter to where he was last season but the power is completely gone, and he just hasn't been the same guy. I mean, the, the hitting on the Red Sox is just – it's so up and down, Connor. Yeah. Uh, no one no one has gone at a point in the season without having a month-long slump, at least. Um, yeah. The only guy you'd say is maybe – I don't think that you'd go ahead too many huge slumps, but, like, Everyone had a had a terrible time. Story at the beginning of the season, 
uh, Victor Gorbett at the beginning of the season, J.D. Bogarts, Devers. Devers mostly just right after, right before the trade deadline. J.D. Right. Bogarts last like two months as a whole. Um, just, I mean, overall bad. Uh, yeah. Total. Yeah, and I mean, a game like, like yesterday's game is really kind of almost representative of what the Red Sox are. I mean, you get a lead, you're scoring runs, and then you nearly blow it. Like, they were up, what, 9-4 at one point? And then Ryan Brazier comes in, that's up four runs, and suddenly the game is 9-8. And, you know, luckily the Red Sox ended up pulling it off. But a game like that shouldn't be that close. And I, I think a problem for the Red Sox this season first has been how good the AL East has been. I mean, every single team in the AL East outside of the Red Sox has a winning record. And it's not like a one game over 500 type of thing. Like these teams are multiple games over 500. And um, it's hard to make the playoffs when you're not competing against those teams very well, Connor. Yeah, uh, I mean, before the Yankees series, uh, the July Yankees series that uh, JD obviously hit the home run, the Red Sox have, had not won a series against an AL East team until that point, into July, including the Orioles, who were not good at the beginning of the season, including the Rays, who usually don't play well at Fenway. Um the Blue Jays, who have been up and down the whole year, uh, had some slump points, but they can always go to go play the Red Sox and get back their mojo uh, because pitching so bad. Seems like every team can do that. Like the only team they've won a series against is the Yankees, and they've won like majority of the series. Which, I mean, sure, you're good against the Yankees. Uh, Yankees also have not been incredible, uh, but. Yeah, uh, it's just, I don't love it uh, at all. At this point in the season, with with being eight games out of a wild card spot while still playing basically the Rays here, Twins have a series against the Yankees, the Orioles, the Rays again, the four-game series against the Yankees, four-game series against the Orioles, then another Rays series, another Blue Jays series. Basically, every series but two uh, against divisional opponents. Right. Uh, and, and, yeah, and Three, counting the Twins series coming up. You're on draft pick watch. Right. And, and there's that. And, and you, you obviously think, well, hey, I mean, listen, we have so many games left against divisional opponents. If, if by some miracle the Red Sox actually can start winning a lot of those games, that will bring you right back into the fold. I mean, those are all playoff teams at the moment. But at this point, I just don't see that happening. There's no – the Red Sox just cannot find any consistency all season long. I mean, it feels like every time you watch the Red Sox, it's a different team because it really is sometimes. Sometimes you can watch one Red Sox game and then you come back a week later and you watch the same team, but it's just completely different players. The lineup has been so jumbled up all season long. I mean, there were days when Duran, Ref Snyder, Dahlbeck, 
Cordero. We're all in the starting lineup. And most days now, I mean, you're probably not going to see that happen. Um, so, you know, I mean, at this point, you know, the Red Sox, I think, are done. Um, it's just there's too much to overcome um, without enough help. Now, Con, let me ask you. Who's to blame here? Do you think this is on Alex Cora? Do you think this is on Heim? Well, Who, I think Alex yeah. Cora is one of the most overrated um, overrated uh, managers in the league. I wouldn't blame this whole season on him. Um, Heim definitely, um, just in terms of roster construction, in terms of having this bad season, now it's likely you're not going to get your stars back in, in terms of not selling at the deadline, actually trying to buy, uh, even when you could get multiple prospects from the Mets for a guy like J.D. Martinez. Uh, all of this stuff makes me lean Heim. Um, uh, but uh, I'd say injuries more than anything has just uh, overrun the season. And even in games when guys are injured, you, you, which has been like none, your morale's are so good. I think guys gave up once Chris Sale got re-injured. At that point, it's like, well, there went out like glimmer of hope. A bit. Right, because the rest of your pitching staff was on his last leg. I mean, again, Nick Pavetta has been the only consistent starter, and he really hasn't been, you know, all too good. Right? I mean, he's been fine. He hasn't been... He hasn't been, you know, as good as he was in the playoffs last year, though. Um, I, I think what it comes down to this season with the Red Sox, at least for me, I do agree. I think that injuries do play a huge part in, in why the Red Sox are the way they are today. I, I don't think – I think Tucker almost couldn't – or sorry, um, I think that Cora almost couldn't do really anything about that i mean who's he supposed to pull in from the bullpen i mean when it's come down to like like uh what's his name or you know what i'm saying hey, that's like not a decision that you want to have to make so to me you know i think cora kind of had his hands tied now when it comes to heim Definitely wasn't his best season. It, it almost feels like he's trying to win every trade. Like I disagree. You don't uh, think so? I don't think that. Is, uh, I think he's just being, um, just being terrified of the luxury tax. Um, that's caused him to sell guys uh, to get out of the line, such Mookie, obviously, Ben Attendee, those guys, while also signing different guys I, I don't think at all it's a win every trade scenario um i think it's more of a more of a he believes this team has what it takes to compete uh, and that's why like he didn't sell a deadline other than vasquez who the deal was too good to pass up and lisa mcguire has been very good um that the point was that it's not really a an issue of trying to win a trade. He's not Danny Ainge. Mm -hmm. um, he's more just 
trying to keep the team stay put in this middle area in order to stay under the luxury tax. Um, and that has allowed us to not get over the hump for, for a few years and maybe end up losing a guy like Xander Bogarts. And if Xander Bogarts gone, there's zero chance Devers is staying unless you wildly overpay him. And that's put you in complete rebuild. Um, mm-hmm. No, I... I completely agree with that. I think it, I think it really is quite sad. I mean, you have to keep both of these guys. I think, like, I really do like both of them. I mean, it's hard to tell because I, I, I really like Devers. I think that Devers, you have to be able to keep. You have to figure out a way to keep them. And, like, part of me thinks, well, you have Trevor Story, so why can't he go and play, you know, shortstop? But, I mean... At the end of the day, does it really matter all too much who's playing? Sure, it would be a much better shortstop. It's just that Xander's ego got in the way. Uh, right. That he wanted to keep the shortstop. Right. I mean, Xander's, you know, I mean, not as talented defensively. And that's, I mean, not a bad thing, but like, you know. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Like, yeah, Trevor should be playing shortstop, but where does that right? Where does it leave Xander? I mean, if would Xander be willing to play second base? Like, I, I don't know. Probably not. Xander's a fine shortstop, but I mean, defensively, Trevor Story's better. But well, I mean, how do you how do you bridge that gap? How do you tell Xander, listen? you can either play second base or we're going to release you because I mean, what, what do you do with him? Right. But you have to keep Devers at the same time. Like if you let go of Bogart's endeavors, I mean, you're restarting this team's in a, in a, in a restart mode because you look at the roster in terms of batters. I mean, you really have no paths left. I mean, Bogart's endeavors are gone. Okay, who are your hitters? Well, JD's gone. So what? You're looking at Verdugo, Hernandez. I mean, these guys are good, but they're not all stars ever. So it's going to be a tough off season for the Red Sox. I'm intrigued to see what happens. Um, I want to keep Devers and Bogart's, but how do you put? Trevor Story at shortstop. That's that's the real question. So that I don't know. Do you have any solutions to that, Connor? I don't really know. I think uh, Heim's plan was to do something like shift Bogarts at third, put Trevor at shortstop, Devers either DH or move him over from like first. But the players' egos and you get paid more as a shortstop, and you get paid more as a third base. Uh, Devers got kind of in that way of right. you know, they want to stay at those positions and these are guys you have to pay soon. So obviously uh, you can't switch them around like that. No, you can't. And especially with a guy like Tristan Cases coming up soon, I mean, you don't really want to stick Devers at first base because you know who's coming up anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like so it's I don't even know when they're gonna bring him up. 
overall, it's been a super disappointing season for the Red Sox. I mean, I'd say obviously 2019 beats the season out. However, like this season's been very disappointing. I felt like we 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 were coming into the season and we're like, listen, the pitching, we have some a decent left hand, some decent left handers. We feel like we have some good depth in the bullpen and we feel like our starting pitching is is good. And then Michael Walker turned out to be incredible. So we're like, damn, I mean, this is this is incredible. And it's just it's kind of falling apart for the Red Sox. And it's and it's tough to watch games like that over and over and over again. But I mean, what can you do, Connor? There's nothing not much you can do. Yeah. But um, you know, looking ahead to next season, I mean I don't know what the Red Sox are going to be like. So if you're in Boston, if you have a chance, I'd well, I'd go to a Red Sox game because this might be the last time you'll see some of these guys in a Red Sox uniform. So go out there. Connor and I went to a gap, what went to two games together. It was a lot of fun at least. So um and yeah, have some fun. Go to a Sox game, live a little. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Master Plan. Have a great day. rather have taking it iggy or curry of everyone on golden state open shot fate of the universe on the line or the martians have the death beam pointed at earth you better hit it i want iguadala